Moves That Matter. I am your host, Dr. Clyde Posner Jr., and once again, I am excited to have you with us on this Tuesday night. We have a special show tonight, and in the years that I've been doing this Moves That Matter broadcast, I have not had a more important guest on my show. Why is that uh, the case, Pastor? Uh, because of the time in which we live. The, we are in a war, a societal, social, emotional type of war. And what I mean by that is that to, the right to vote has become an adversarial thrust. And so our show today is uh, going to be about the voting initiative and how to be educated about your civic right, your, your constitutional right, which is to vote, which so many uh, in the current Trump campaign are trying to rob from you. This is not just gerrymandering. This is not just trying to move the lines. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump is specifically seeking ways to stop people who are voting against him from being able to cast those votes. We're going to get to that in our next segment. But just before we do, I want to remind you about purchasing my book, More Than Icons and Images, Uncovering the Hidden Protest Narrative of the Black American Athlete in the 21st Century. There is a synergy, a relationship, a symbiotic relationship between sports, politics, and racial injustice. You you hear it, uh, you hear it, uh, uh, LeBron James speaking about it, uh, coming forth about what, you know, his uh, social justice initiatives, uh, Abdul, uh, Rahim Raouf, uh, so many others and, and Tommy Smith and John Carlos over the years have let us know that just because you are a well, uh, formed athlete who brings millions into a particular sports injury, in industry rather, does not mean that you don't have to face racism. The, my book addresses that issue. Let me take this opportunity to thank all of you who've continued to purchase the book even through uh, a pandemic. So thank you for that. Listen, voting is the most important issue that we need to tackle today. We're going to tackle it this week and we're going to tackle it next week. I'll be right back, introduce my guest who is just setting a trailblaze in the city of Indianapolis about this voting initiative and how we need to get, get it done. You do not want to miss this segment. Please, please hit share. Please hit share. I'm going to say that a third time. Please hit share so that some other person can be informed about what you need to do to cause your voice to be heard. Lastly, I want to close and go to my next segment with this question. If our vote doesn't matter, then why would anybody try to stop us from the casting? I'll be right back. I'm back and I'm excited about this segment. As I told you before, there is nothing more important than education about voting and then the commitment to get to the voting booth, whether that's absentee ab uh, ballots or whatever the case. But I have someone with me today that's going to explain everything that you need to know about voting in 20. 
twenty. I'm glad to to have with us today, Miss uh, Tracy Boyd. Glad to have you, ma'am. Good morning. Delighted Thank to have you, you for having me. And she she is so splendidly clad today. She looks nice, and she as you can see, she's just a beautiful lady. So it's not a, it's not a real trek for her to try to look nice. Listen, we're glad to have you, Thank uh, you. Tracy. Um, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're glad to have you, and I, and I want you to take an opportunity just to look into the camera okay. and uh, tell uh, introduce yourself to my audience and and, and what you do about voting for our city. Good morning and to the listening audience. Thank you so much. I do want to acknowledge I appreciate being here on behalf of Get Out and Vote 2020. Mm -hmm. Get Out and Vote 2020 was really birthed in my driveway with some concerned citizens and friends. And mm -hmm. we did not want to sit out this cycle of voting That's because right. we knew that it was too urgent and too important. And there was just a lot of misinformation in the primary election. Mm -hmm. And we did not want to repeat that again for the general election. That's right. That's right. We 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 uh, you know, you, if, as you can hear, Tracy's thrust is is grassroots in it in its approach, but it's profound in its impact. What she is seeking to do is, as you, she just explained, is to make sure we don't make the mistakes in 2020 relative to not, uh, uh, not voting. Right. From lack of information and all these things that we made in, in uh, 2016. So. Uh, uh, Ms. Boyd, just kind of talk to us about some of some of what you're doing to make okay. sure we don't make those same mistakes. Fantastic. So I do want to talk about Get Out the Vote a little bit more in detail. Okay. We have a single goal and a single mission, and we want to deliver accurate election information for voter registration and education. And singularly, our vision is that we want to provide voter education that we that would lead voters to engagement, excitement, and informed participation, not in just this election, mm -hmm. but every election. Right. After, because we have a responsibility, it's not one-sided right. that we get involved at some level in our right. community. Because what's attached to our vote, especially talking with young people, particularly millennials, I'm trying to craft a message. They say it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, both of those are you know double evils, but it's mm -hmm. the only system we have. Right. So we have to use what we have until we come up with something different. Mm -hmm. The main things that I really want to talk about are the five V's: vote. Mm -hmm. Volunteer. Volunteer. Vote early. Vote early. Vote by mail. Vote by mail. Vote. That's what I really want to emphasize. We have some deadlines that are coming up, which are October the 5th is the last day that you can register to vote in Indiana. October the 6th is the first day for early voting. There will be extended hours, I'm certain, at the clerk's office. The uh, satellite locations and hours have not been released at this time. And then October 22nd is the last day that you can uh confirm your absentee ballot vote. It has to be received. Mm -hmm. So we're not trusting the mail system, to be quite frank with you. Or these you. recent uh, so-called commitments to not... Correct. Uh, right. Because there's, there's, there's some absence of truth for me personally. So I think as a grassroots organization in partnership with Antioch and some other folks that are concerned, Faith in Indiana, we're going to create some systems that are legal within the law right. uh, to provide delivery of ballots, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, provide rides, if you will, right. for those folks that are uh, kind of hell-bent on they have to be at the polls. That's fine. We'll help you get there if you need exactly. that, Exactly. Our church is already committed uh, to purchasing um 
rental vehicles and having caravans mm -hmm. getting souls to the poles. Mm -hmm. That's right. On that day. That's right. Yeah. That's right. November the 3rd, our ultimate goal, I said we only had one, but we have an ultimate goal, and that is that all roads lead to the polls on Election Day, November 3rd, 2020. Mm -hmm. That is the ultimate goal. Miss Boyd, thank you. Listen, so we're going to go back over all, everything that you said okay. intentionally. I okay. want my audience to know. I'm, I'm, uh, one of my seminary professors said to me years ago that repetition is, is a student's glue. So, so we're gonna go back over those things. Okay. Let, 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 let's let's talk about some more personal and socially intimate things as to why some of our African American people don't vote or haven't voted. So I wanna so because let me let me get into this with, by saying this. I had there's a young man that I see on Facebook and and he Facebook friends with me and he makes a statement and respectfully it's one of the most ridiculous statements that I ever hear. Mm -hmm. And one, and he says, listen, I don't vote for president. Mm -hmm. I only vote in local politics because that's the only thing that matters. Mm -hmm. Tell that to people that's in cages right now or that snap, who snap is gone or, or who or the postal workers who are watching these machines nationally be taken. Right. The president is doing that, not right. the state governor, right. not Hawksat. So it, the federal, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, to, so to say that is just ridiculous. We need to vote Always. That's right. Often. Yes. With, and intellectually. Yes. And so I love that you brought that point up. It's super important that we understand the dynamics of city, state, local, and federal uh, entities of government. Primaries, because they everything. all tie together. All tie together. And one great example I like to give is uh, we were driving around Indianapolis right now receiving the benefits of good roads. Mm -hmm. That's as a result of city government. Why were we riding around on bad roads prior to recently? Mm -hmm. That means that someone was absent from that conversation exactly. that should be serving our community in a very basic way. Exactly. When you don't have grocery stores in your community, that is the result of food desert. Mm -hmm. Those are things that if you get involved at city level, that you're able to raise your voice and hold folks accountable. That's right. We have a predominantly uh, African-American city council, and I'm excited about that. Let me, let me, let me step in and, and say something right here, because you brought up such a, such a really important point. You take the food deserts mm -hmm. relative to uh, city government. Mm -hmm. People, I, I hear people on social media and, and other platforms, discussions that I'm in, you blame that on this current administration, mm -hmm. uh, the, the city government. Mm -hmm. Let me give you, and, and you just brought this up. That doesn't just happen over overnight. No, it doesn't. That, that, these food deserts are the result of a 5, 10, 15-year process mm -hmm. where we, and I'll say this boldly, where, where there was Republican administration that led to this, mm -hmm. and often, just like um, uh, Donald Trump inherited a great economy. Yes, he that, did. That didn't happen when he became president. That's right. That was the result of an eight-year Democratic Obama economic plan. Yes. And so often we like to blame the person that we can see right now. No. These food deserts are the result of 10, 12 years of, 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 of bad management. Correct. And, and, and quite frankly, for the most part, we had a two-term mayor that was Republican. That was, that, and when he left, 
The result was that's, food desert. That is correct. We had a bunch of bikes in the city. That's correct. We had bike lanes and the trail and no yes. grocery stores yes. and the trails. Exactly. The Monon Trail that, and no and you can't walk into a grocery store. Yeah. So yeah, I guess they did that trail on a Friday night because it's it's hard to follow. <laughs> okay. But I don't want to get too far okay. away from voting. Okay. Uh, and yeah, it, everything it, you it, said is level. perfectly in on point because mm-hmm. when you are not participating, mm-hmm. I think Bill uh, he's deceased now. God's gonna kill me for not. Crawford. Bill Crawford. Mm-hmm. He used to say, "If you're not sitting at the table, then you're on the menu." You're on the menu. That's and right. so, if we're not sitting at the table, that would show up in in our uh, activism, in our advocacy, because we're involved. Mm-hmm. Whether we're voting, or we're educating voters, or we're mm-hmm. helping someone vote, or we're checking on a senior. Because in our effort, what our goals are is that we will reach out into various parts of our community, particularly marginal people. We want to reach out to the homeless brothers and sisters, and it's not my initiative, but we're joining with another initiative to make sure that homeless brothers and sisters are able to get to the polls. Now, there is some challenges based around them not being able to uh, have a resident, Mm -hmm. and I believe the requirement is that they will need to draw where they live or something like that, and that to me is unfortunate, but we'll assist them within the the ramifications of the law. We also are going to create a drop-off packet, if you will, for nursing homes to make Mm -hmm. sure if there's someone there that hasn't registered, that needs to register, we'll provide them with education on this is how you request your ballot. We're also lifting up that you can do this online. You don't have to do it through a manual process. You can do what online? You can actually register to vote Mm -hmm. online. Mm -hmm. You can request your ballot online. I'm concerned this is a little bit in a different direction that we cannot receive both our primary and general election absentee ballots at the same time. Mm -hmm. It would save the city or state whomever is footing the bill money in postage if we would get those things at one time. And why is that we cannot receive both of those at one time, in your opinion? Uh, I think that has to do with uh, the Secretary of State that does fall under her jurisdiction. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that we should take a look at, especially Mm -hmm. after the election. The Republican Secretary of State. The Republican Secretary. Under the leadership of our Republican governor. Yes, that is correct. Who are both indirectly, or let's say directly or not, trying to take steps that will get that they know get in the way of helping people cast their ballot. I would have to agree with that okay. completely. Yeah. It, it's certainly it's certainly not helping them. No, it isn't. Yeah. I think what's important too is that we need to know where those satellite locations are. Right. Uh, right now. Right now. Uh, there was a debauchery in the last voting cycle where people were very confused and it's no disrespect to the clerk's office, I know they're understaffed and doing the best they can, mm-hmm. but it was not clear where you could vote and what time you could vote, and we would like to not have that same experience this time around. Right. We're all struggling with the pandemic. Uh, there are people, especially in the older generation, they're not trusting a ballot. They're right. going to go to the polls. Right. So the least we could do is have a clear plan in place right. uh, so that there's not any confusion. And then uh, there's talk of a super mega voting location, but that hasn't been confirmed yet. Mm-hmm. Those are things I think that we deserve to know right now right. so that people can plan accordingly. See, what Tracy cannot say, because she's not here to tell you to vote Democrat or Republican, She's here to make sure that you get the proper information to cast your vote. But what Tracy cannot say, Dr. Posley can say, because it's my show. Mm. Let me explain something. There is a thrust afoot to stop the Democratic vote. There is a there is a there is a well thought out plan 
across the country to make sure that the mistakes, that the negligence, that the laziness in some instances that, that stood in the way of, of dem- the Democratic turnout is repeated in 2020. You cannot let the rhetoric on social media, the rhetoric uh, uh, that you hear, stop you from going out to vote. Well, uh, you hear things like, uh, well, I don't like Donald Trump and I don't like Joe Biden. I, Kamala Harris locked yeah. up all, all these people. Kamala Harris was a prosecutor in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. It was her job to prosecute crime. Right. She wasn't a defense attorney. That's to keep you from going to jail. A prosecutor, if they are arrested, and we know that there are several bogus uh, uh, arrests, but what is the one, let me ask this about those who, who, who are u- using this record against Kamala Harris. What is, let me find something in your past and decide to judge your whole existence about that one thing. I bet most of our viewers watching right now, you have something you hope I never, you know, and no, and no one else ever finds out about your past. And if they do find it out, you do not want them to de- to define your whole existence over something that that one thing they disagree with about you. We have to stop allowing small, minute issues to get in the way of the totality of the voter voting and its importance. That's why I have Tracy uh, Boyd here with us today. So, Tracy, tell me this, mm-hmm. and we, and after this, we're going to go back to those, those the, the five V's mm-hmm. and, and other important issues that you that you mentioned already. Okay. What is it that you want to accomplish? What is it that you hope uh, get out the vote accomplishes? What What does success look like for you if go the vote has been uh, uh, get out the vote has been successful? Okay, thanks for that question. What I really want people to understand is how important the election is, and like okay. you stated several times in your narrative, it's their right. Right. Um, so many people died so that we exactly. can have this right. When I was able to go cast my vote in 2008, I never dreamed uh, on my own that I would be casting my vote for an African-American president who would later win. I share that with you. I thought of my grandmother because she said it would never happen in her lifetime, and she wasn't alive to witness that. But I felt like I was taking my steps and casting my ballot on behalf of her. On behalf of a legacy vote. Yes, exactly. So I want people to understand. I want people to educate themselves. Mm. I want people to understand that it is their right. I want them to become engaged. I want people to run for office. Mm-hmm. I want for people to hold our elected officials accountable. And when I say hold them accountable, that is not in a negative sense. Right. It's you, how you, can we work should. together? Exactly. You know, how can I understand? I love town hall meetings because people, uh, government shrinks, I think, when you have town halls because people get a close-up, if That's you will, right. That's, of the person that like they that. put in office. You know, right. this conversation, this platform helps people to take the stress of way you know mm-hmm. what what is so big and so bad about going and voting it's right. the only system that we have right. i want people to um visit our our social media platform because what we have done every day is create content answer questions and that's hashtag gov uh 2020 get out and vote mm-hmm. and i would like to just educate right. our community so that we don't have uh conversation sidebars that really don't matter because that doesn't matter to me that we're talking in in sidebars because nothing changes when you talk to the person next door to you. I would like for people to be activated as a result of get out and vote. Let me, let me, let me, let me do this. 
And thank you for sounding the alarm. I mean, I'm sitting here with chills because I feel like, uh, and I know you were going to pivot, but I feel like this is the greatest honor that we can give to John Lewis. Oh he spent God. his entire life That's right. voting for, I mean, fighting for this, our right to vote. Right. And he died fighting the same fight that he fought as a young man. As a young man. You know, uh, let me say this. Let me say this. President uh, Barack Obama uh, addressed the nation in the Democratic National Convention last night. Mm -hmm. And and, and I heard a tone of how dare us not vote Mm -hmm. in, in his speech. He said, when you consider the bruises and the battered brains Mm -hmm. of those who Mm -hmm. marched across the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Mm -hmm. When you consider the hoses that that was so sharp uh, that they cut into the skin of of children Mm -hmm. and they died with those scars. Mm -hmm. Some of them went to heaven with dog bites Mm -hmm. so that people can vote. How dare we say our vote doesn't matter? Mm -hmm. Martin Luther King in a famous speech simply Say, give us the vote. Mm-hmm. Just, 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 just give us the vote. Right. We're not asking you if you if you give us the vote, we'll open the door and go in and get what's ours. We're not mm-hmm. asking you to give it to us, but but don't take the vote. Get, just, just give us the vote. Yeah, it's our right. It is our right. And anything, citizens. any right mm-hmm. of which you are not informed mm-hmm. is not a real right for you. It's superficial. Think about that. Mm-hmm. It's just idealistic. If, if you don't know about it, mm-hmm. I'm going to do something here to trace. You may not have been playing for, but relax. I want to ask you a series of questions. Okay. Rapid and fire. I, and I want rapid fire. Okay. And I just want you to answer what comes to your mind. Okay. And because, well, because we, we have uh, a young lady, as you know, who's been working with you, Nicole Ashburn, who's mm-hmm. going to come and put up visuals mm-hmm. next week in our, in our next show, as you know, right. to explain everything that you're saying. There'll be, there's a, um, a PowerPoint, mm-hmm. as you know, that you guys have so well prepared for everything that you're saying. So, we, so, but, so right now, I just want to answer some questions that I believe is in, is in the mind of some people in my audience. Okay. And the first thing that comes to your mind, I want you to answer that. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. Can ex-offenders vote? Absolutely. In the state of Indiana, because it is a state-to-state law, once you serve your time, if you're not in prison, you can vote. If you've changed your address in the last year, can you vote? You can, but you have to update your registration if you've moved under 30 days. So, yes, and we'll take care of that. This is the form. It's very easy. It's one, two, three, and we'll do it. All right. If, if, uh, If you are 17, soon to be 18. You can vote as long as you return 18 by the next election. I'm going to say that again. I want everybody to hear this. If you are 17, but soon to be 18, can you vote? Yes, you can. All right. All right. Um, Thank you for that. Is um, is um, if a person is in the hospital and they need an absentee ballot, what should they do? They should request their absentee ballot and fill it out and mail it back or they should call or reach out to get out and vote and we'll come and get it. All right. Uh, Can you can anybody can, can you vote absentee for any reason? Do you have, is there a reason? There does not have to be any reason. You can vote by mail. You can vote in person. You can vote early or you can vote by absentee ballot. All right. Um, what time do you have to get to the poll if you want to be able to vote on a given on November 3rd? 6A to 6P every day. Every day. So if I get in line at the poll at six at 559, can I vote? You can. There's such a thing called a shoot. 
and if you're inside of that shoot, you can vote. But because of social distancing, I think they did make some accommodations for that so that people were marked in some way uh, so that they would have the right to vote. Do I need to bring my ID if I need to vote? You do need to bring your ID. There is a card and a phone number that you can call to make sure that you have proper ID. Okay. What is proper ID? State ID, driver's license, military ID. I believe those are the three. Okay. What if I don't have a... Uh, a uh... Provisional voting, you can be challenged if you don't have proper ID, if something doesn't match up. And so with the provisional vote, you have to kind of go along with the instructions for provisional voting. You do have to follow back up mm-hmm. because your vote is being challenged if you don't provide whatever is absent or missing to verify who you are. Where can I get a state ID? Uh, at the Drivers Bureau of Motor Vehicles. Anytime that they're open. Yes. All right. All right. That is that is tremendous. So let's go back over and just recap. And just before we close out today, you have been, as I suspected, you might be a wonderful guest. Thank you. Let's go back over uh, the, the five V's relative to voting. OK, I, I'm not, sh- you know, slow or anything. It's more than five, but I just okay. ca- classify well, well, it as five. Give us what you got. Yeah. How about it's, that? It's the five V's are okay. vote. Volunteer, vote early, vote by mail, and I could say vote by absentee ballot. I didn't put that on my list and just vote. Okay. We just want people at the polls. We just really don't want to see 1800 ballots destroyed again. (sighs) Uh, for this general, for this election, it's uh, super important that you fill out your absentee ballot correctly. There is a box on the back that you have to check. Uh, and one thing that I failed to mention: if your name is Michael and you put Mike, you don't have that. That doesn't have to be accepted. Please put your full name and your most accurate name. That's right. That's right. So, lastly, I want you to look into the camera and tell my audience: tell tell the young man sitting on the couch who is um, disenfranchised about voting. Tell that young lady uh, who who is whose snap has been cut off and she's just angry at federal government. Or tell the 17-year-old who thinks that somehow there's no need to vote and he'll be 18 or by, by, by the election. There's no need to vote because uh, Joe Biden is eating people. What would you say to those people? Thank you for such a powerful question. What I would say is, for me, I was not able to sit out and do nothing. We are suffering and struggling through a double pandemic in my mind. It is a racism pandemic, which is the sin of this country. uh, And we are suffering through the coronavirus pandemic. And we could shudder in and say that we have this hurdle or that hurdle. But for me... I was able to pull on the strength and legacy of my grandmother. Uh, I was able to pull on the strength of Dr. King and most recently John Lewis. Now, if you are not um, able to pull on one of those reasons for your own personal reasons to make it to the votes, whether you vote by mail, whether you uh, go in person or you vote by absentee, think of another reason. If you're a mother or father, think of your children. Uh, think of your community, of your church, because if we go to the vote, go to the polls and vote, that does matter and it does make a difference. And you can say, well, I don't like either one of the candidates. And it's fine if you don't like either one of the candidates. We live in this society. We live in this community. And our vote counts and our vote matters. And as Dr. Posey said already, 
if it didn't matter, they wouldn't try to suppress it to the extent that they are suppressing it. That's right. So if you can't think of any other reason to vote, think of your children. Think of their future if you don't have enough internal reason to vote for your own um, peace of mind. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Boyd. Listen, I want to say to you, um, and kind of for the most part, echo what Ms. Boyd has said to us today. Listen, we, our country is in peril. And I want to say this, you, you, you could think about it the way you want, but here are some sharp realities. America, as we know it, will never be again if Donald Trump is reelected. I concur with the remarks of President Barack Obama. I concur with the remarks of vice presidential candidate Kamala Harris and presidential candidate Joe Biden. If you are really concerned about the fabric and soul of America, if you want to see racism, the strides toward a better, more perfect union actually take place, you better get to the polls and you better do something to make some change. I hear somebody saying, well, Pastor, it's almost like you're telling us uh, not to vote for Donald Trump. I am telling you that. I am telling you that. And here's why I'm telling you that. Donald Trump has had four years to show you whether or not he's entitled to another four. Most of my people who watch me are Christians. You are saved. We live by the creed. We hope to say at the judgment seat of Christ. As say, we hope to hear at the judgment seat of Christ. You've been fa- good. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Let me make you ruler over much. Mm-hmm. That's basically God saying, you have done well with what you have had thus far. Let me give you greater opportunity based on your past performance. Donald Trump has had four years to sh- of a resume to show you. And as a result, there are brown people in cages. As a result, Meals on Wheels has been cut drastically. SNAP has been cut drastically. Uh, he has called African nations S-hole nations. As a result, he has tried to destroy and dismantle the United States postal system so he can get reelected. As a result, in those four years, he has placated to to the evil uh, autocratic leader, uh, Vladimir Putin, trying to establish that same type of regime here. As a result, we are out of the Paris record, uh, 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 Accord set up by President Obama trying to make a better green globe uh, for us. As a result, their lands being gets ripped away from natives of Native Americans and given to others. There are all types of, of, of environmental safeguards that were put in place by President Barack Obama that he has torn down. As a result of these four years, and so, you don't have to take my word for it. Any job you get, somebody's going to look at your past performance at other jobs and determine if they should hire you. Let us not hire this man again to help take the ship of America to even lower depths. Listen, thank you, Tracy Boyd, for being here today. This has been Moves That Matter, and you know what I'm about to say, but if you don't, pay attention. In life, you are always making moves. Since we're always making moves, why don't you make your moves Moves That Matter? I've been your host, Dr. Clyde Posey Jr. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Vote, vote, vote. God bless you. I will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. And hit share. Bye-bye.